This is the official Caps Church Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on? Caps fans, we're hoping you're having a great week this week. Uh, we've got an incredible episode, Thursday episode. As usual, segments are in full effect. The Hockey Troll Hip Check, we're going to be talking about the NHLPA's investigation, independent investigation that they basically paid to have done to themselves about the Kyle Beach case uh, and assault. <clears throat> and, Polly, what are you going to be talking about? We're going to talk about the PWHPA and some uh, new developments in the future of that league. Yeah, so Snack Time with Polly Cupcakes is definitely going to fill your belly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Sorry. That was I, got, I got all the Easter treats. <laughs> there you go. Come on, Polly. There we go. Um... So, uh, Caps fans, if you like the, if you're new to this, this is generally what we do on Thursdays. If you're uh, an OG, thanks for being here. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. I think we should uh, pop some tabs and get right into it. What do you think, Polly? I agree with you. One, two, three. Oh man! So, did you, uh, Polly, do anything for Easter? Did you do uh, what is your what's the Easter meal? For your family, and what did you have this year? Um, well, I uh, it's mainly casseroles, macaroni salad, things like that. Ham is the the meat. Yeah. Um, but um, hung out with my my wife and my in laws, and we just did some some family quality time. Nice low key. Took a nice walk. Up in Ogilvy, saw the pretty flowers in bloom. Sounds terrible, dude. No, it was it was very nice. It was very nice. You know, some people enjoy quality time with others. Um, you know, maybe you can't relate. Uh, what about you? No, I cannot. Um, I don't know what the fuck. I had a pretty good dinner on Thursday uh, with my family. Um, then did like eight. We had a bagels and locks and a ham and vegetables which were good like carrots and heat <laughs> there you go vegetables carrots, yeah carrots and uh scallop potatoes and um green beans and asparagus so you know keeping it classy what did you have this did you have ham did you make a ham no no we uh we end up eating Chinese food. Oh, how traditional yeah. of you. Yeah, right? <laughs> nice, nice. Good stuff. Well, Capstones, we hope you had a good Zombie Jesus Day um, and you celebrated Tom Wilson appropriately. Um, and uh, I guess we should kind of get right into the Hockey Troll Hip Check. What do you think? Yeah, maybe we should pop tabs first, though. I think we did, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, I think we did. God, I'm an idiot. Um, I hope we did. Let's hear. Let's hear what you got to say. <laughs> this is the hockey troll hip check. Hey, 
the only reason I know that we pop tabs is because I was trying to find something to talk about before I just like played the second intro music for my segment. And it was Easter food. Because I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Caps fans, if you haven't heard, this week on the Hockey Show Hip Check, we're going to be talking about um, the independent review of the NHLPA surrounding Kyle, the Kyle Beach case. Uh, spoiler alert. The um, independent company, which, you know, I'm not even going to name them, fuck them, uh, has found no individual wrongdoing or institutional failures of policy or procedure by the NHLPA or by the executive director, Donald Fair. So the institution at large is off the hook, uh, apparently, and so is Donald Fair, the executive director of the NHLPA. All 32 teams had to vote to even make this record public, which it is public. You can go read the entire uh, report. Um, Of course, they fucking voted to put this out because it's favorable to them and the league. Um, You know, uh, here's some kind of takeaways. And again, I'm I'm citing an ESPN article. So uh, I I forget who um, even I'm going to have to look that up real quick. Who even whoops, who even uh, wrote it? But I've uh, got it right here, and it is Kristen Shilton. So shout out Kristen Shilton um, for some pretty good coverage and, and, and whatnot. Now, full disclosure, I've not read the actual thing, um, the actual, uh, I guess, what would it be, the uh, report, the report? If, if you will. Yeah, I haven't read that at all, but uh, I'm just kind of relying on good journalism to kind of guide my way uh, with some main talking factors, and some of them are pretty shitty. So, you know, one of the big things about the report was they were trying to find out, you know, if Donald Fair covered this up, if he was privy to knowledge about this um, situation with Aldrich and um, uh, Kyle Beach and with the team and things like that, right? So, I mean, I think that we've all kind of come to the conclusion uh, that Chicago definitely covered it up. And not only did that let this guy go out and uh, molest another minor. So awesome, Chicago, you fucking dumb fucks. And that was a pretty shitty thing to do. Uh, Apparently, though, Bob Gurney, a player agent, notified Fair in late December of 2010 of the abuse after Beach told Gurney that Aldrich was hired for a USA hockey uh, job that revolved around a, a tournament, which I'm I'm guessing involved kids or at least minors. Um, Gurney again, this is an agent, right? So he really has no. You look at player agents, and they're like a little bit more independent. I feel Polly than uh than like an executive of the NHLPA, but they still have like a best interest in their players. But they're also kind of fighting the battle against the NHLPA and the league itself, right? Well, yeah, I mean, they're constantly fighting to get more money for their players, so they're probably at battle with the PA and the league. Right, right. Um, So they're kind of independent, but also kind of have to, like, kowtow a little bit to what's going on at the league at large, especially with the NHLPA. Um, So Bob Gurney, again, like I said, he's a player agent. He notified, uh, he claims, and he called Fair uh, to let him know, like, dude, this thing, this is going down. This, uh, this scumbag Aldrich had uh, got a new job. Like you should step in. Um, 
and Gurney claims to have either called him a pedophile or a sex offender. He doesn't remember exactly which. Um, but of course, Fair denies even having that call. So according to accounts, and again, you know, this is 12 years ago or so, but according to accounts, they Fair's like, that didn't even happen. And Gurney said it, it did. Uh, in this kind of, in context, Fair further doubles down and says that even if he did have that call, he would not have done anything um, until he found out more details and information and would not have taken action without getting to the bottom of the situation. That would include uh, whether Beach was willing to report the incident or if he had reported the incident to the authorities. I mean, it's really kind of typical, like, uh, I guess, lawyer talk when it comes down to, like, who's liable for a sexual assault, man. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not going to report it, then it didn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, can't, you don't want to admit guilt or whatever crap they might be going with. Right. Um, And then another player agent, Joe Resnick, emailed Fair about the issue, and Fair's response to that email is that he didn't remember responding to it. So he's just like, yeah, I saw the email, but I just didn't respond to it. So basically, the reason that the individual like uh, investigation came back with no individual wrongdoing or institutional failures is because the accounts of the situation were all wildly different. Uh, and they didn't agree with each other at all. Uh, this seemed to be kind of like the pivot point of why. Like it seemed like to be one of the big... Uh, connections between the incident and fair and, you know, trying to get supporting people like Resnick in that had notified him. Um, and he just said he didn't remember responding to a fucking email. And that's, that's what got him off. Uh, if it didn't click yet, Donald fair is an, an experienced lawyer. Um, and I guess also a fucking scumbag, like all fucking lawyers. Sorry if you're a lawyer, but you're a scumbag. I like lawyers. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of lawyer friends. I play hockey with lawyers, but like, I mean, you know, scumbags. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's definitely uh, a whole different manipulation of language and law that us lay folk know nothing about, and you know, people can get themselves out of trouble with the way they word things and these kind of bullshit defenses that he obviously is using. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, well, so that's that's a good point, Polly. Like, do you smell bullshit here? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, what, I don't remember. I don't recall. Yeah. The phone call is just... sus, right? When somebody is, like, adamantly saying, like, dude, we had this fucking phone call. Like, I said that he should, you should need to take action. Um, But he had, again, plausible deniability because he was like, well, even if I knew... Even if that phone call did take place, I would have had to do a bunch of other shit to make things work. And it's like, okay, I understand that. But at the same time, you still could have done that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think one thing that can really be learned from as these more as these details continue to come out and the stuff that happened at Penn State, um, I, I think we've gotten to the point now where uh, you can't just say, I told someone above me and that's it. You know, I, I think yeah. we're going to get to the point now where like, it doesn't mer- matter where you are in the food chain. Like you gotta, if, if someone doesn't take action after you tell them, go to the cops or just go to the cops right away. 
Yeah, I mean, to be completely honest, yeah. To get anything done, if you truly believe that it's like a thing, then yeah, you, you kind of have to do that. Or to the press or something. Uh, you have to yeah. go outside your organization to make sure that somebody sees it. Um, you know, in Kyle Beach's original thing, like back when this whole, all this shit broke out and, and it was a media fucking hailstorm, he was very critical and said that like, dude, I know two people for sure notified fair and fair did nothing so one of them was an email that he's claiming he didn't respond or that he didn't remember remember responding to and the other was a phone call in which he does not remember having oh maybe possibly maybe there were other avenues or whatever again i didn't read the full report i'm just trying to take like the cliff notes here um but unfortunately I i feel like this is unsurprising yeah i I'm not super surprised. It's kind of it's kind of like a, you look at this and you go a fucking course. Yeah, um, and that's maybe just us being jaded. But uh, expectations were low, and boy, did you fucking come in right there. Um, individual wrongdoing or institutional failures of policy or procedures. So, like the second one, I, I really don't have much of an argument there. But like institutional failures of policy or procedure could mean a lot of things, like. And like, did you like institutional failure would be like, uh, he wrote, he, he sent an email to the email address of reporting sexual assault. And that email address was like inactive. That would be an institutional failure of procedure, right? At the very most benign and, uh, innocent kind, but that could also range up to like literal coverups in like, you know, people going out of process, not reporting it up the food chain, like you were saying, Paul, you like all sorts of other shit. Right. Um, and then individual wrongdoing, I feel like I've, I've got a little bit more, um, issue with because it seems like fair, even if you were to like hear about this and like, if even Bob Gurney's statement is like half true, you know, it's 2010, this happened that's already happened. There's nothing you can do about it happening or that it happened other than like, you know, a crazy investigation that you want to sweep under the rug, which, okay, that's really fucking shitty. But the most egregious of it is that he could have possibly stopped this other kid who years later was also a victim of, um, Aldrich. Like that could have been avoided. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably, um, maybe not legally worse, but you know, like it is, it's, it's probably the worst part of it is, I mean, it's terrible that they didn't take action for what already had happened, but the fact that they could have prevented it and didn't just, it's, it skyrockets how wrong it is. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and of course it was terrible what happened to Kyle Beach and like that the incident was terrible that it happened and, and really fucking shitty that anything happened in, to begin with that we even have this conversation but then to just let it go and just be like man maybe it'll come back to us maybe it won't well guess what motherfuckers it did come back to you and you fucking ruin another life i mean could be uh, allegedly ruin another life right by by not taking a stronger step and you know when you've attacked these big organizations or you try start asking these fucking hard questions it's really easy for these powerful people to just like slough off responsibility yeah um so 
it's it's I mean, you know I try to be like the devil's advocate here, right? I'm always devil's advocate. Just I'll defend the fucking shittiest stance just to defend it, right? I mean that's why I'm the hockey troll. But like here, I just can't, I you know, and I've thought about it. Like okay, well maybe you know it wasn't his wheelhouse, or you know maybe he didn't get notified. But like just to it, it just really looks damning in the sense that like Ferris just like oh, I just don't remember having that conversation, and two people yeah. are like, bro, I told you. And then he's like, no, no, I don't, I don't remember responding to that email. Yeah. It, it sounds like a, a child's excuse. Yeah. I, I don't remember, I don't remember what I did and how the ball ended up going through the window. Like that's yeah. what the dude sounds like. Yeah. My six year old has a better defense than this. And I can't believe that this works in an organization that nets billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Everything that you were ever taught in, in school is a fucking lie and about character and morality in the real world. Like, th- that's the type of shit. This is the type of shit that makes me think like that. You know what I mean? Like, everything, all morals are a lie. Like, you'll get away with it as long as you got, if you, as long as you just, like, don't admit to shit ever. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of had the opinion for a while that, um, we teach our kids to live a certain way and then we just don't ourselves. Yeah. And then they're out there trying to do the right thing and they get fucked over. You know, maybe I'll just start telling my kid like, Oh, you know what? Just, um, if you don't get blamed for it, you never happened. You did everything right. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I know that, like, some people went down for this whole thing. And, you know, big names like Quinville and other, other guys, right? They they all they went down for this whole Chicago thing uh, and with Kyle Beach. But for some reason, my bloodlust is not satisfied for the retribution here. And, I, and maybe, it, maybe it never will be for something like this, right? Because of how out of hand it ended up getting. But, you know, I feel like... A couple more people could have taken a swift kick to the nuts on on this one, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, I mean, this whole thing is, is just bad news here in this result. Yeah, and I mean, again, we are taking. I, I haven't read the whole thing, so it's my. I'm not a journalist. I'm not even a fucking lawyer. I'm just kind of talking to you as a fan, and like from the optics of it all, uh, it just looks bad and. You know, maybe on down the line, it did get covered up more so that Fair didn't see it. So, you know, I'll give him, you know, that some sort of benefit of the doubt. But when you got two people saying, I'll let you know, and you didn't even start an investigation, which is your entire fucking job, that is your entire fucking job is to protect players. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, that that's, you are literally the executive director of the NHL Players Association. Um, you know. And I mean, we could get into like the fiduciary duty of the player association and how fucked they are and how shitty they've fucked over players on salary for years. But like, this just seems like bigger than money. And it is bigger than money, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, you got one job help the players. Yeah. And then your negligence 
may or may not have, or your your alleged negligence may or may not have resulted in the abuse of a minor. Fucking changes kid's life. <sighs> Incredibly disappointing. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we've said, I've said my bit. Paul, you got, you got anything else to add to this? Nah, I mean, it's just shitty. It is. Uh, just real big letdown. You know, again, the bar was really low for you to stumble over, and you literally fucking hit the bar and fucking fell backwards down a fucking hill and off a cliff. <clears throat> I mean, you literally just pick up two feet, That's and you would have been over it. Um, well, yeah, kind of a downer. Sorry, but my segment's shitty, but, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. Maybe, maybe this dude's going to go down for something else. Uh, uh, I don't want to be too jaded about it, but <laughs> who knows? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I think that the league is just trying to move on as quickly as possible. You know what I mean? And, yeah, it really seems like it. And according to the Blackhawks management with the town hall they had where he was like, we're not going to talk about Kyle Beach. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You know, what the fuck? Uh, Okay. Fuck the Chicago Blackhawks. Fuck the NHLPA. And fuck the NHL. Mic drop. Mic drop. Speaking of the NHL, though, hockey fans feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Polly, I'm fucking hungry. Well, I got the snacks. It's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. All right. So we got some exciting news out of the world of women's hockey. Um, Well, just a quick note. um, During the... PHF Isabel Cup playoffs Mm -hmm. Uh, the PWHPA PHF met with the NHL about trying to I don't know come up with some plan to move forward together and they left with nothing accomplished the leagues will stay separate Um, wait 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 wait, hold on hold on so the PHF which is the it's like the Riveters and the 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 hometown based teams met with yeah. the NHL along with the PWHPA, which is like kind of like the traveling like tournament um, uh, league, right? 
Yes, the the league that had the showcase in Washington last month. I'm mm-hmm. wearing one of the jerseys for the PWHPA. Yeah. Um, and that is a lot of athletes who left the PHF when it was the NWHL and, and formed their own league. And it's been a couple years of they they just do showcases. They go town to town, and, and that's their season, usually hosted by an NHL team. Um, as you can see on the jersey, the uh, NHLPA is affiliated with them, or at least helps sponsor it. Okay. Um, so, you know, they decided to continue on their own paths, and the PW or the PHF has six teams, and it looks like they will have eight next year. The PWHPA, now, uh, so most, or all of my information is coming from Mike Murphy, which is at Dig Deep BSB, and Jeff Merrick, at Jeff Merrick. Um, the PWHPA has not come out and officially said anything, but these are preliminary reports. Cool. So next season, they will have a minimum for the PWHPA. They will have a minimum salary of 35000 the average being 55000 Okay. They will have a 23-player roster. The PHF has 25. A 32-game season compared to the PHF's 28. They will have six teams. PHF will have eight. They're going to have teams in America and Canada. The PHF currently has one in Canada, the rest in America. That's the Toronto Six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then an additional information here from at Kevin Raphael 21, three potential sites for next year are Montreal, St. Louis, and Chicago. Interestingly enough, there are reports that the PWA or the PHF is going to add one of their new teams to Montreal. So it looks like there is a high possibility for some crossover here. Um, now, with the PWHPA, you know, the way their league has worked so far is they were based off of um, the players were playing for their hometown slash hub. So, you know, the the Toronto team was people from Ontario and Calgary, people from there and, and so on and so forth. So they've been it's kind of been regionally based for the teams. Each city or hub is going to be able to protect a certain amount of players. So it sounds to me like they're going to have some kind of uh, some kind of draft, but these places will at least get to you know keep a couple of their hometown players before the league gets settled and, and they break down the teams. Um, <clears throat> and the number right now is four. It could be higher. Now, for another PWHPA. Uh, yeah, for the PWHPA. This is this is all PWHPA right now. Okay. Um, and it looks like the league will run January through April of 2023. That's per Jeff Merrick, uh, and they're looking to create a new name for the league. So, um, you know, who knows what that's going to be. Um, they may keep the PWHPA for their players association like the NHL has, but they're, uh, they're going to come up with a new league name. And then Mike Murphy, a few more 
bits of imp- or some I guess some opinion here. Um, he's saying you know so the PHF is going to have two more teams, but they're going to have a shorter season. They're both going to have teams in Canada and U.S. and it's very likely that they're going to have uh, overlapping cities. Montreal looks to be one of the first ones. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Boston is another. And he makes a good point, Mike does, that um, this is going to do nothing but help the players. You know, this should drive competition between the leagues, maybe, uh, you know, help salaries or some other kind of benefits. You know, I, mean, I think it's happened in the past where, you know, the NFL has had the USFL and the NFL and guys were playing in both. And eventually the NFL stepped their game up and the USFL went away. Uh, the NHL and the WHA, you know, that ended up getting uh, turned into just the NHL. And I think the competition, I mean, it's, it's good for the players. It'll be good for the fans. Um, <clears throat> and uh, another thing that Mike adds is, you know, you may be frustrated there'll be two pro leagues instead of one, but consider now there's 14 pro teams where players will have an opportunity to make enough money as a living wage to play you know so while it may not be the conducive one one league situation that we're used to with the nhl mm-hmm. you know it's gonna it's gonna i think it's gonna grow the game it's gonna help the players and uh we're gonna have more than twice as many women's pro teams next year to watch than we do now so i've got to say in the interim Right now, it's going to be great for players. Um, the problem I have with it is it's not sustainable. True. But, I, I mean, I think maybe after a couple years, maybe things will change later on down the line and um, some fences can be mended and they can bring these leagues together. Yeah, well, and so, like, competition's good, right? I mean, what I foresee, like, the most normal would be one's going to gain more popularity than the other and end up buying the other one, right? Well, I think that's that's quite possible. And and I think preliminarily you would think the PWHPA probably will get more attention because it holds the majority of, I mean, the almost all of the Olympians who play professional hockey in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's got most of the big names. I, I think the PHF is doing a good job and it's, it's growing its exposure. It's, it's getting more fans, but you know, you still don't have as many. Um, I mean, you don't have the Hillary Knight names and, and Kendall coin Schofield. Um, you know, but interestingly PHF, they've grown them, uh, grown their league so that they've gone from just streaming on Twitch to now ESPN Plus picked them up this year. So, you know, they might both be on ESPN next year. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't see why ESPN wouldn't want both leagues, especially because yeah. they have the NHL contract. So, I mean, could have more than double the hockey to watch next year. Uh, through ESPN Plus, so that that would be nice if, if that works out. I mean, the NHL Network has co- uh, covered a lot of the PWHPA showcases. 
Right. So they've been on TV, but not as accessible. I mean, ESPN Plus is twelve ninety nine a month, and the NHL Network you got to get a more expensive package. So hopefully they do get somewhere more accessible, so they can get that exposure. Um, and you know, if they follow into NHL markets, then at least they've got you know the bigger stadiums. There's already loyal hockey fans there, and some of these showcases they've had some very good crowd turnouts and a 32 game season i think is a good place to start it's it's not too many you know it's a good place to build from you don't want to start off on the 82 game season you gotta really build the fan base and make sure you're not overstretching yourself so it seems like it's a pretty good um pretty good plan they've got and i'm looking forward to it absolutely and if you look though at every major league that's active in the United States it at one time was two and they were direct competitors right I mean the American League and the National League in baseball uh, what was the football one the well so there was the American Football League and the National Football League they merged in the 60s and then there was the USFL in the 70s and 80s or maybe just in the 80s that that eventually went defunct but even when it was there coming out of college some of the top prospects were going to the usfl because they were getting a better deal than in the nfl and that eventually turned into the nfl stepping their game up right and then you look at hockey the national hockey league was always around that's you know where you get your original six and all this other shit but you know in the um 70 in 79 there's the original an expansion where they um basically consumed the World Hockey Association, which is which yeah. had teams uh, more towards the West Coast, but like across the country, right? So yeah, I mean that's where Edmonton came from. That's Gretzky started off in the WHA. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's just super. I mean, it's interesting to see this uh, because you know I think that maybe like right off the bat, my inclination was like, fuck, they're fucking up. Like they need to like, they need to be united because united, you're stronger, right? Yeah. No, but that's not the case. Uh, in, in our society, you need to make sure like who's going to do business better. And the only way to do that is to do the business, I think. And honestly, like while on the surface, it may just look like, ah, oh, women's hockey is so disorganized, you know, whatever, they're never going to get off the ground. But I think it's actually, like, pretty fucking clever. They, I'm sure that the the people who are heads of these leagues, like, understand this. They're like, look, I'm not going to sell to you. First of all, you can't fucking afford us, basically, is, is, is what it came down to probably in that room. All three of them said to everyone else... You can't afford us, right? The NHL, you're too cheap. You won't fucking pay us because you're fucking trash. The the PHF to the PWHPA was like, you know, I've got an established league. I'm way, way more more valuable than you. And the PWHPA was like, well, I got the better players. And they're like, yeah, but you have no league. You have no you have no standing in a solid brick and mortar structure. Like you're you're the globe trotters essentially. And they're like, all right, well, fuck you. I'm gonna make a league. And so. You know, you want shit done fast. You start pissing people off and, and, you know, basically saying, put your, put your money where your mouth is and this is what you get. So, uh, while it may seem like kind of hectic and crazy and disorganized on the surface, I definitely think there's a plan. And, you know, honestly, like the PWHPA, I'm sure wants to 
kick the PHF's ass in revenue and, and, and success. Uh, and that is what's going to drive each of these companies better to, to get better, at least from the capitalist in me. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, and a lot of the PWHPA athletes were in the NWHL and left. And then the PWHPA is founded by athletes. It's not just, you know, millionaires and billionaires who decided to start some new hockey. Right. I mean, like the, the board is literally, I mean, Hillary Knight and, and Kendall Coyne and I think Brianna Decker. I mean, like it's, it's the actual athletes themselves. So like it's it, not surprising to me that they wouldn't just in their first meeting go back to the, the PHF as it's now called. Um, and I think another thing to, that I would like to see. The championship trophy for the PHF is called the Isabel Cup. That is the name of Lord Stanley's daughter. Oh, really? So, yeah. So someday, if they do merge, I hope that remains the trophy because that's just a really cool connection. Fuck yeah, you gotta start putting rings on it. You know what I mean? Like uh, names and rings and everything. That would be cool. Um... So, yeah, I mean, and that would probably make it the second coolest trophy in sports immediately. You know, that's what's so cool about the the, the Stanley Cups. It's, like, never truly yours, right? Like, you get your name on it, but, like, you have to pass it on and, you know, how, how all the other rings are retired and stuff. So, really cool stuff. But, um, you know, now that I'm, like, thinking about this and, like, hearing you talk about it, I think this is probably the best way and really the only way for a successful women's pro hockey league to happen in the in North America yeah. or in the world really I, I, yeah I, I think someday there will be one conducive league but for now you need the competition right um, and uh, like uh, this guy was it Jeff Merrick had said players are already going to reap, reap the benefits you're getting a somewhat livable wage right okay so maybe you have to like do a side hustle or, you know, maybe you still have to stay active in hockey. Like most of these players who are going to be getting 35,000 to $55,000 a year. Well, of course that's not a ton of money and it's not enough. It's probably covering basic needs so that they can supplement their income with hockey shit, right? Like doing camps and things like that. I mean, you know, anybody who's yeah. ever worked a hockey camp that's anywhere popular, like where you're traveling, I mean, you're raking in good money in a summer doing that. Um, so, yeah. And you're on the ice, right? And you're 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 doing the community thing. Like again, not ideal, not not what the pros of today who are male are enjoying that type of like uh, lifestyle where you know trainers and, and nutritionists and things are being bought. But it's a step in the right direction. It really is. Right, and of course this is coming from two dudes, so maybe we're off base. But you know, unfortunately, I think that this is. Obviously not the very best deal that they could have gotten, but again, if you, if you don't want to be a Gary Bettman's bitch and you want to fucking create a league of your own and then one day hold Gary Bettman over a barrel and take all his money, this is the way to do it. And I would love to see it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. For sure. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Awesome, man. Well couple pretty solid segments, I thought. I mean, do you have anything else? No. No, I'm good. Awesome. 
All right, well, Caps fans, we hope you've enjoyed uh, us kind of having just like this weird general conversations about two differing subjects. Uh, those are called segments, uh, just so you know. That's what we learned when we went to podcasting college, uh, which was in my basement drinking beer. And then, uh, yeah, that's uh, this is typically what we do on a Thursday. Again, you know, thanks for tuning in. If you like the show, find some place you can rate us. Five stars only. Five stars only. And if you're new, we hope you enjoyed it. If you're an OG, love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. And until next week on Monday, coming up on the playoffs, Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Podnet on social, and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.